Hey everybody, it's Zach. Welcome back to episode 18, where we pick up right where we left off with our main group line shenanigans, sort of their first first day into the Diamond Desert, and we try to see what lies beneath the rock pile. Hope you enjoy. everyone, my name is Jimmy, and I will be playing Sigurd Solvason, the Viking Runegraver. Hey, my name is Jonathan. I'm playing Fraki Ivanderson, the Viking Skald. My name is James Upton. I'm playing Jakob Colson, a Viking Magician. This is Hawker, and stop bothering me! And hey everyone, it's Zach, and I'll be your referee for this, and hopefully many more, Tales from Hyperborea. Jimmy's going to roll initiative. I rolled a four. All right, I'm going to roll my Opalite D6 here for the first time. Ooh. Uh, I rolled a six. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Sorry guys. The Opalite dice. The How Opalite can we beat the dice. Opalite dice? Woo. I love it. That's so pretty. Thank you, uh, Norse Foundry. Uh, so anyway, so this, uh, I'm just going to say, this giant trapdoor spider jumps out as it looks like a stone on top, blends in with the camouflage of the surrounding rock pile, and just lunges. These kind of feelers come out. This thing rises up out of the ground. It's actually a size large creature, by the way. Oh, no. This thing is huge. You you thought it was one rock. As this thing moves up, shakes its legs out, two, three, four, five what looked like rocks come up as this thing rises out of this rock pile and lunges at you to try to bite. So, what is your armor class, Sigurd? My armor class is five. Ooh. So, I'm going to roll my Opalite D20. Sorry, James Wiley. Ooh, <laughs> and he bites you. And he just supplies, grabs you, just somehow gouges you like right in the, in the side of the ribs with this bite. And it does three points of damage as these sort of weird stone-like things like grip into your, in the side of your ribs. And, Sigurd, I'm afraid you're going to have to make a, uh, a thing called a death poison savings throw. Oh, man. Oh, I rolled a 17. Oh, that gets a round of applause. <laughs> as, as, it, as the bite didn't quite get enough grip and just comes out, you see, as it, as it like retreats from you, you see the spray of poison coming out of its mouth as it doesn't quite enter your veins at this time. All right, that's his one attack. That's it. So he is engaged with you completely. Uh, go ahead, guys. What are you guys going to do? All right. I am going big. big. Okay. It's going to be my Sigurd? thing, like, uh, you know, big. when barbarians in, in D&D podcasts say, I would like to rage. I'd I like to just ra- say, I would like to rage. I would like to go back. Like to go Before. Big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to uh, use a class ability. I'm going to use in spirit allies. Allies okay. gain plus one attack, plus damage rolls. 
Okay, so I believe you have to start chanting that like in one turn, and then the next turn that would take effect, right? All right, next if you round. Read that, next right? round, yeah. So I think this round you can like start drum. Or how, how are you doing that? You have to drum or music or what? What are you doing? Um, it does not say. That's up, uh, up to you. Pounding the sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you got these aluminum picks and shovels and weapons and your instrument of choice. So, uh, you know, I always travel with my guitar, so I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a quick riff. <laughs> All right, so so you you hear some music in the background start to start to pipe up, start to pipe up. As I got it, James. Got grip it, yeah. the rune so tightly that it pierces my skin and and I bleed on it, um, and, and thus activate the magic. Okay. All right, so you grow to some height. As, as even the trapdoor spider looks a little confused as you start to grow and get big. I am now nine and a half feet tall. Whoa! It's about as tall. You know, you, you're kind of now you're above the top of this thing as you look down upon it. Uh, okay, and then um, so Fracky goes get turn and Hawker is charging in. So you're 50 feet away. You, since you got you were a little slow start, you're kind of huffing in the sand. You get about halfway there uh, during your. I'm sorry, you're uh, 30 feet of charging. 30. Uh, well, during charge, it would be doubled, right? So 60? Yeah, so you, yeah but so you, I, I said you would get uh, one, half one round, phase, so 30, so 30 yeah. feet. So you're about yeah. 20 feet away as you're running and charging. All right, so next round. All right, feel free to uh, roll initiative. So I assume, Sigurd, you will be uh, doing what, perhaps? What you, will you choose to be doing? I will be swinging that Sword of Apollo with Ooh. two hands. Ooh, nice. Uh, so, Hawker, I assume you'll continue, continue to be yeah. charging in? Then, I'm coming. And then, Fracky, I assume you're going to be uh, continuing to play your guitar. Yeah, I'm going to finish the Inspirit Allies, and then we'll Something. see. Right. Sounds good. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I'm going to roll these my Opalite D6 again. I got a three. I got a five. Ooh, nice. Okay. All right, so you guys go first. All right, I'm going to take uh, this swing with the Sword of Apollo and hope for the best. I rolled a natural 16. Excellent. So I have a plus three to that normally, and uh -huh. then I have the Inspirit Allies now. Uh, uh, no, so he's he's got to play it. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, so he played it last round. Yes, so you you would have the Inspired Oz bonus this round. So that is a total of 20 to hit with Fighting Ability 2. Nice. So that is a hit, Thank my God. friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> this huge-ass spiders you come down. Yeah, describe. Uh, well, yes, yeah, so how much damage? How much damage? Roll for damage. Two hands. He's rolling a lot of dice because he's enlarged. <laughs> that is a total of 14 and a half damage. Do we round down or up? Uh, I'm round up. 15 damage. Holy crap. That is a massive hit on the spider. What happened? What does that look like? That is a... Uh, Not dead. Massive damage, though. Like, bring the sword up and stab it down into the abdomen, like, and twist it. It, it, is, it is like... This crazy screech as this thing writhes in pain and legs are kind of like, like almost shrinks up like it's almost quite dead but not quite still clinging on to life. Massive hit. Whoa! Thank you, sort of Paolo. Thanks, Paolo. <laughs> All right, uh, Hawker, charging in. You can get there in phase one. Thirty feet, nice. twenty feet, thirty feet away. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit reduced movement in the desert, but twenty feet away, you're good to go. Phase one charge. Yeah, yeah, I'm a really 
awkward runner. Especially like in the sand. <laughs> broken robot, just like weirdly limping over, really. 30 is generous. Uh, but yeah, so I, I get there. Yeah, yep, you get there. Feel free to swing right, it up. So roll the hit, right? Yep. Aiming for just like shoving that point of the horseman's pick right through the center of the face there. And not doing it. <laughs> With a not, one. Not succeeding. Let's just, let's just, uh, let's just be clear. Um, the roll was a one. <laughs> not succeeding. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, for oh. some reason, like, decide to, like, run on the rock pile for some reason. And just one of those rocks, like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, just this this epic like run was awkward is so destined for success and you just you hit one of those rocks that was maybe like half buried in the sand. There's like oh, there's an extra lower layer of the rock pile that's under the sand and you kind of like twist your ankle a little bit, get stuffed and just like fall flat on your face into the sand and a <laughs> cloud of sand explodes uh like 5 feet away from the spider. <laughs> You're now prone on the ground. Yeah, but uh, there's like sand up around me. It's dark. Oh yeah, out, so it's dark. No, Absolutely. No, no, nobody saw. Nobody saw this. No, well, Sigurd, to your left, you see this cloud of sand. You're not really sure what happened, but I look back frantically, like, oh my god, is there another spider? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. <laughs> Fracky or Fracky hit like a slight, slight unattuned note on his. <laughs> he like falls into the ground. <laughs> so since you started playing your in spirit allies last round, so you have to continue it for this round, I think, to get the benefits. I think you can read. But once that it super starts, quick. he is he able to, to do elbow things. That's correct, because he's like, everybody's like, yeah, it's got, got the beat going. We got the beat. We got the beat. We just, got I can't the remember beat. in the mechanics of the bard. Yeah, in the midst of battle, re- recite poems or sing. That's right. So you start with the strum. Oh, that's right. Then you're singing as you're battling. That motivate right? fellows to fight okay. with enhanced ferocity. Cool. Allies gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage uh, rolls in melee, not missile combat. Okay. The boon takes effect two rounds after oh, the singing two begins. rounds after. That's okay. So it hit last time, Sigurd. That's fine. I thought it was like uh, one or two rounds. On round three, if the, bard, if the singing begins on round one, and it lasts as long as the bard continues to perform to a maximum of one turn, which is ten minutes... The bard can exercise this ability whilst he himself is engaged in battle, oh, so long as he can continue to sing or recite, but he cannot cast spells or perform perform other like abil- abilities. Okay, so you could still attack into your crossbow, I think, with singing right. and stuff. So it sounds so, good. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you, you have a, uh, another action, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to attack with my crossbow. Sounds good. Okay, so he's engaged in melee, but... So it's a minus two to hit. That probably cancels with your fighting ability, theoretically. I don't know. Do you have fighting ability two at second level? Uh, no, I'm still fighting ability one. I'm caster okay. level two. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Um, I do have a plus one attack for my decks, and I have a plus one uh, mm-hmm. for my crossbow. Okay. So I think that's plus two. Plus one. You have a plus one crossbow. It's yeah. probably you transferred the plus one to hit from dexterity down there. No, you're oh, right. You're no, right. No, yeah, it's... Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So you have right. plus, plus one in general. For quick right. reference. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. There you go. So, so you, have minus, you have minus two to the roll because of the uh, engaged MLA. So that is... Ten, uh, eight. Eight? Just sails wide. Boom. 
Womp womp. So, but you, d- you did not roll a natural one, two, or three, correct? No, not Obviously. even close. Okay, good, because that would be uh, some other fun stuff. But right. it's a minus two to hit, and yeah. All right, so it's... <laughs> but the bolt goes wide. Uh, and the spider... is still, like, hobbling towards you, but he's going to... He kind of looks back at that thing that fell in the sand for a second. Maybe that would be easier prey. Actually, he's going to roll a uh, little thing I like to call a morale check because he just got crap kicked out of him. Um, this is morale. Well, he's on death's door anyway, so why not go out fighting? So he's going to attack the ridiculously large Viking standing in front of him once more with a d20 roll. And just can't, just can't quite muster the strength to get to you. And just, you see another, another spray of some kind of liquid out of this thing's mouth as it kind of gets on your boots and just, just kind of just hobbling around. The stones are shifting as this thing is, seems to be falling, falling over. Uh, yeah. Anybody else want to roll initiative, or should I keep, uh, keep rolling? Keep. Uh, you, you seem <laughs> to be doing well. I will soon. Same things. Hawker, maybe you'll stand up. I rolled a four. I rolled a two. Damn it. See? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm taking uh, another swing with the Sword of Apollo. All right. Natural 19. Holy crap. 19. That, nice. like we just descri- and now you get the, I'll say now you get the uh, Inspired Allies as well. It's third round. So, 20 was like a 23 or 24 or something like that. Yeah, that hits. And it's plus one from uh, yeah, plus one sword. Yep. Um, from the Inspired Allies. Yep. Plus one. Oh yeah, it's plus one damage also, right, John? Yes. So that's another fifteen damage. Yes. Woo! Man, how do you uh, kill said trapdoor spider in two hits? <laughs> Which I thought was going to be way harder. <laughs> I think if I hadn't made that saving throw, it would have been way harder. We'll never <laughs> if know. I may, if I may baselessly speculate yeah. about exactly <laughs> what that would have done. You to did me. thirty points of damage in two Holy rounds. That crap. is massive. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. How do you kill it? So, uh, seeing the success of stabbing down at the abdomen, again, I just reach up the, the sword and then slightly position down, stab through the head. <laughs> oh, man. It just it just, just falls at your feet and you hear all these rocks just... And some of the rocks crumble over the back of it and additional rocks just kind of explode around. And, and you feel like maybe you can see into this thing more, but congratulations, you've killed your first giant trapdoor spider. Yay. Nice. I'm going to shout back at Frocky. Frocky, keep singing. And I'm going to kind of like <laughs> move into the rocks <laughs> uh, uh, to try to see if there are any more uh, uh, spiders or anything like that and, and potentially try to draw them out. All right, as the wind kind of dies down and, and just settles and the moonlight comes back out and as that this sort of hole opens up and you do see like into it and it seems like there's a, a, a cavity that almost extends from the top way, 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 way down. As you kind of get in, there seems to be like a hole or a pit that goes further down beyond your torchlight. Um, but it's very, it's like rocky. It's like that same rocky, rough, you know, area that kind of goes down. And you see some spider webs 
kind of hanging down from the ceiling, going all the way down into the depths. Can I fit as a nine and a half foot tall person? Or You could. You have to either hang on the spider webs or try to uh, scramble down the rocks into darkness. If I scramble down the rocks into darkness, will I still be able to hear Frocky's song and thus be inspirited? <laughs> I, I, I'm now that I see the beast is dead. I'm approaching. Sounds I'm coming. Good. Okay, coming right. up beside you. Super quick, uh, Hawker. What are you doing at the moment? <laughs> sort of scatting and bopping. <laughs> yeah, try, trying <laughs> to gather gather <laughs> myself, kind of like dusting myself off with like a lot of tapping on my body in a strange way. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. It just awkwardly yeah you stand up and the sand kind of falls off uh it's still dark outside and just moonlight's kind of tough to see everything um and yeah you look in the torch it just goes down yeah i mean you could scramble in and yes you can hear fracky scatting up top yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, i mean imagine it's like a strand of spider webs kind of coming down from the ceiling into nothing gets into me like Frocky, if you can keep singing, uh, I will investigate further while I have both of these boons. Nothing gets me enraged for battle like scat. Maybe that's why you fell. <laughs> 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 what, what is it? It's well-known Viking scat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as you as you sort of descend, make a. Uh, I'm going to give you a D12 climb check, but again, because you're enlarged, and as you as you think back, you you just you remember that dream you had a couple of days ago of you climbing down this big ladder, and just you know that was really easy. But these rocks are a little. Your foot is a little unsteady but it's still it's not too bad you can eventually get down just roll a d12 real quick you make a climb check try to roll low i rolled a six right in the middle okay so we're gonna yeah it's it's you slip a little bit at times but the rocks seem actually pretty stable and eventually it's just it's just a very subtle incline about a hundred feet down and you can still hear like right at the top your torch you know i assume you're taking the torch down and you're yeah. Sword and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So you just kind of, you're just like, you're sliding down a little bit. So it's kind of, this spider webs get, it's a little more sticky down here, but nothing you can't like maneuver through. And as you get down about a, you know, a hundred feet or so, it kind of opens up even more into about a 40 foot diameter area. And you see just lined with like silk webbing all over the place. And you see huge amounts of little spider eggs kind of all over this, this chamber kind of nestled into the webbing all over the place. But no uh, large spiders down here. Just tons of little eggs all over the place. And that's it. Is the um, the spider web flammable to the torch? Uh, roll intelligence. <laughs> 17. That is a 17, 17 over an 8. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You could try. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that Sigurd would do that. Um, the Sigurd is just going to like poke uh, uh, one of the like larger collections of spider web at this, this base with the uh, torch and see what happens. All right. As soon as you do that, the entire chamber just like just immediately 
you realize like, oh my, as soon as you do it, you're like, oh God. And it's just the whole thing. Because the whole thing is lined with spider webs. The whole thing goes up in flame like almost instantaneously and starts to like, Start start to climb up some of the walls, and you see this column of flame, kind of going up the middle of this chamber, up those spider webs that are going to this 110 feet near the ceiling. You know, 100 feet down, in a burning ring of fire. Yes. <laughs> oh, what are you God. gonna do? In the deepest the smoke, like the uh, smoke starts to develop on the ground almost at the same instantaneous rate. What are you gonna do? The deepest, like you know, pit of like. Uh, in large Sigurd voice, it's an oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Sigurd is um uh, uh let's see he's he's a hundred feet down, a hundred feet down in the ground, with these kind of loose rocks kind of taking you up. Some coated in spider webs, and there's a column of fire in the middle. After in seconds. Like the first eight, uh, one foot of the ground fills Taking up the smoke. Um, uh, his he has two daggers with him, yep. and he is taking out both daggers and uh, attempting to like use them to assist in like climbing as quickly as possible in this sort of like softer uh, ground or like you know if if that's not working, he's putting the daggers back away and just trying to like frantically climb up. But he's thinking daggers if the if there's like there's some fire on, on the walls to try to give him a little bit of a, a buffer on his hands. Okay, so are you going to? So I'm gonna say, if you don't drop your sword, you're gonna have to make a test of constitution. To like the smoke is basically gonna fill up in the first round, about to your level. So if you want to drop your sword, you can climb up out and start to get ahead of the smoke, or you can try to sheathe your sword. Make a test of constitution to then see if you'll be in the smoke, and then you can start going. You realize this smoke is coming up very, 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 very quickly. On the bright side, you hear this little... As all the eggs start to pop and... and just singe, and you, you, feel like, you feel like you've neutralized the eggs pretty well. On the bright side... Ricochet sound effect. God, the egg spot. Uh, I'm going to roll the test Hawker, of constitution. Okay, Hawker and um, Fracky, you start to hear these little pop, like these little popping sounds from down in the hole. It's a little weird. And you just hear like, oh shit. That is a fail. I rolled a five. Oh boy. Okay, so I'm going to say you're going to take uh, four points of asphyxiation damage. As the smoke fills your lungs, as you're sheathing your sword, getting your daggers out, I can go. I can. <coughs> so you what? Start to can, climb out. can we approach the hole? Oh yeah, you got you guys at the top, like singing and scatting, and yeah, yeah. Do that, do that. and you hear this pop, 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 and then you look down, and it looks very bright all of a sudden from down in this hole inside of this pile of rocks. You just hear a deep voice. I'm very inspired, Rocky. Keep singing. <laughs> <laughs> Cough, 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 <laughs> cough, cough, cough. Okay. It looks like you're on fire. <laughs> this this mic is on fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can start to ascend the hole. But smoke is filling up basically at the same level as you're coming out. So I'm going to make you do uh, two climb checks. If your first one is, uh, I'm just going to say D12 is less than like, we'll say 50-50 to see if you can avoid the smoke getting out to avoid the test of constitution. 
the smoke filling your lungs. You are big and inspired, and you know, I love that D12 rolling action. Ooh, what'd you get? I rolled a seven. A seven. All right. You just can't. <coughs> Two points of asphyxiation damage as you're as you're like falling and stumbling on these rocks, and the daggers are they're holding well. The daggers is a good idea, but as you just can't quite get up fast enough, is because now the tunnel gets like more narrow as you climb up higher. It was kind of kind of uh, like bulbed out into a pit down below. So the problem is it's like a the uh, Vitulli effect. It's just like right. the smoke is accelerating up this hole, and you guys start to see the smoke, and Sigurd is like climbing up, and Frack, you're looking down, and you're singing, and Sigurd's climbing, climbing, climbing. All right, uh, next round. Same thing. You have a climb check? Uh, I'm in, in the meanwhile, I'm unrolling my rope. You're I'm, un rope? I'm unfurling oh, my rope. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It All right. Sorry. Super quick. And, yeah. Hawker, are you uh, doing anything at this point? You've collected yourself. You, you hear the the popping and the coughing and this. You smell. You smell this weird. Maybe you maybe this the scent of a this olfactory reminder of something burning from ages past. But this weird, like you know, spider spider web burning is just smoke starts to starts to bear. You guys are getting barely little smoke hints out at the top now. But it's yeah. right in that hole. I know that smell well enough and have no interest in diving into flames to save a companion. So yeah, I'm I'm dusting myself off. Um you know, I'm I, I'm I'm getting myself together. <laughs> Alright, you're just like eh. <laughs> Can I can I I'm sort of looking, trying to look down the hole. Yeah, you can uh, see smoke coming out. You see, you see can like, I see it? Sigurd you see like at half all? of Sigurd, you know, you just like just can't quite you, you see, like him, like you see a hand come up and out of the smoke, and a hand, and you know, you just he's coming up, coming up, coming up. All right, next round. Climb check. Eight and eight. Oh man, two points of damage. As your your lungs are filled with smoke, you are s trying to survive. And I think it. Uh, all right, there's one more round to climb out, and you'll be good. But. If you take any more damage, they're gonna make you roll a trauma survival to see if you pass out from the smoke. If you don't make this last climb check, all right. Anything, Frack? Anything? He's he's about like we'll say thirty feet from the surface. So I'm throwing my rope down there. I'm wrapping it around. Okay. Myself, Hawker, hold on to me. Nah. Nah, <laughs> nah man. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you, just, you, you look back for hands that aren't there, and you just you toss your rope in. <laughs> Sorry, you, you kind of like tie rope around yourself and toss it down. Right. And I, right. Try, and brace myself as, I try and brace myself yeah, as well there's as the best snow, I the can. The rocks are around yeah. here. You can brace yourself pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, so the rope comes down next to you, Sigurd. As you kind of reach out and hang on. So you grab the rope. Yeah. All right, how much do you weigh when you're nine and a half feet tall? Um, so in, uh, in the text of the enlarged spell, you <laughs> grow by 50%. Sure. I am normally 240 pounds. Okay, so, so now you're... Uh, 360 pounds, approximately? Well, it depends on how you do the math here, right? Because is it uh, is it a volume, and therefore it should be 1.5 cubed? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Grow 50% means 50%. <laughs> ASSH with physicists. <laughs> if, you, if you listen to the Glass Cannon podcast, they have this thing that's like, <laughs> nerdage! <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> if I if I recall the text of the enlargement, it says yeah spell. you grow by an additional an additional fifty percent. 
something like that, which means you're 150% your current size, which means you're about 360 pounds. That is correct. Fracky, what's your strength? Strength score? I'm a very brawny 11. Ooh, brawny 11. Yeah. Uh, that's quite average. Um, <laughs> as way, soon as he grabs the rope, I'm going to make you roll a test of strength to see if you can actually stabilize yourself on the rocks. But this is a lot of weight that just pulled you off. So test of strength is a D6. You're rolling low. So you're going to have to roll a 2 or under on a D6 to kind of stabilize yourself. Four. Four. Uh, uh, you you just you pull down on this rope and Fracky is not expecting your like enlarged size and you just go uh, uh, and now uh, Hawker you see Fracky just go voom and just kind of fall into the hole. You don't go very far because you're you still kind of you grab a little bit and just just kind of fall down the rocks a little bit more like ten feet down. So now you're about forty feet from the top and you just went voom and you're like ten feet in this hole, starting to smoke, starting to fill up too. Hawker, you just see this like. Uh, Hawker, give me a hand! Voomp! And he just like folds it, <laughs> gets sucked into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, I do the other, the final climb check now? Alright, final climb check. Sigurd, as you just decide to bail on the rope because you just pulled Fracky in and climb it out. I rolled a 10. A 10! Fail! Oh man, alright, you take another... One one point of smoke. Your your lungs are just beyond. That's very good because I'm getting extremely low. You're filled up with smoke, and at this point, as you're laying face down on the on the rocks, I'm gonna make you roll a trauma survival check to see if you can stay conscious. Is so this trauma the survival is constitution? You're rolling equal to or under a percentile score based on your constitution score. Is under a 75 for my constitution? 75 percent. Okay. 97. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you just... <clears throat> Fracky, you see huge, humongous Sigurd clump down, face down in the rocks. So when he goes down... Um, you're, you're, you're not... He doesn't really... He kind of slides just like a little bit. But no, he's I know what you're like saying. a little inclined, but he's on these rocks. And but when he passes all. out, does he stay enlarged or does he shrink? I think the previous game that this happened... So what's the enlarged duration? The enlargement duration is is uh, a turn, at least. A turn, if, so yeah. That's 10 minutes. So what I think what we just... I have to double check. But what, this happened during the... Uh, the wolves, the knocked, wolves knocked you unconscious. And I think because we treated it like a spell, you still have to concentrate on the effect. So I believe you do actually shrink if you fall unconscious in this particular situation. I think that's what we decided in the previous game, I think. We did have me shrink after I fell unconscious, though um, it doesn't say anywhere in the spell clear. that it's concentration, but yeah. yes. Or, we or just, or like, it doesn't even say that. I thought it said that in general for spells. Like, if, you know, if some effect, if the mage dies, the effect would, like, stop. Like, for just any, like, flaming sphere, you couldn't move it anymore. So I think, I think just, I think we, I think that was canon before, so I'm going to do the same thing again as best as I can recall. So... He does start to shrink up, Fracky. You notice him, but his face just clunk falls over in the uh, in uh, the smoke. So what are you gonna do? You're kind of stumbled on uh, on the ground. Um, and the smoke is now has just sort of covered, has now gotten to the point where it's covered Sigurd and is coming towards you. Well, I do not have the climbing. Neither does part of my thief. It's part of my thief ability. You're just Sigurd, but uh, we're breaking it work. <laughs> but I'm still going to go down. 
and try and uh, smack him awake. Okay. Right. I have on my character sheet that I have good five good berries, but I'm assuming they've gone bad. It's been like two or th- that's for how, much, how long do they last? I don't think they last that long. I oh. think they last but like two days. you did get fresh berries. You, you got f- we, did, we did talk about, actually, I, I, that was actually one thing I checked the last part of the episode. You do have some revived good berries. Um, sorry, one second. Find that. There's some interesting karmic balance here in terms of uh, rolling absolutely incredible in... In the attack and then like right. failing like five times in a row <laughs> on... So Goodberry lasts four. So you can only consume one in a 24-hour period. They last one day plus one day per caster level. So those would have lasted like three days total. So your four-day ship journey, unfortunately, has uh, reduced all the Goodberries to nothing, to regular blueberries that are slightly stale. Right. But he had additional fresh berries that he... I guess he would have had to have, told have you. cast it. Yeah, I didn't want to do that, so. Hawker? You, you, you see uh, any, do anything up there? Sitting at the top? Yeah, so I, I'm just so interested in excavating these rocks. <laughs> and uh, h- h- help me to understand is there any chance if by like excavating the rocks, I could like widen the aperture of the path downward so that like more smoke could escape and in that way like ventilate the chamber that they're in? Absolutely. Yeah, if you kind of start a little bit higher, you realize if you like uh, would take some of the lower rocks away, it would make collapse the upper rocks. So you kind of would have to get a little bit higher and kind of take some off the top, and you feel like you could make some vent holes, like, on different areas, and maybe, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. My yeah. thoughts my, my thoughts exactly. So I'm, like, I'm moving these rocks and, like, really checking them out. It's like a beautiful sandstone with, like, this quartz ripple in it. It's just, like, fantastic. And I'm, I'm moving them around, and I'm, like, taking some pieces for myself and, like, incidentally... You know, uh, letting also out ventilate some the smoke chamber and, 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 and in the background effect. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's, that's that's cool. That's good. Okay, so it's reduced some of the smoke at the top for sure. You've given it some more just uh, dis, you know diffuse area at the top of this rock pile. Sure, absolutely. And and in, in the in the process of doing that, do I find anything worthwhile? It's literally like you see the spider webs that I was describing earlier, kind of stranding, going down. It's just it's just all natural. You kind of put together. Maybe that that spider thing like put the rocks here. Maybe he moved them into this arrangement or something. You know, that's your gut guess at this point. She moved them into the arrangement. He, she, spider, whatever the spider. Well, we uh, we found babies. It's true. Oh, good point. <laughs> good. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Clarification. This is this is a meta clarification <laughs> in terms of is there mommy spider out there? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. We don't, I don't know. Do you know how to identify the uh, mommy gender, or daddy spider? Gender of a spider? I don't know. <laughs> I have to live through this first before ba, ba, we can. Ba, ba, ba. All right. Uh, yeah, Fracky, what are you gonna do? So I climb down to him. Sure. Uh, when I get down to him, um, I don't really have that much since I don't have the good berries, but I do have a wine skin on me, so. I'm put a little wine into his mouth just to try and revive, revive him just to see if that gets him up. Come on. You must climb for your safety. I can't carry you. You're a big man. 
right? As, as you're talking and like saying these things, the smoke is billowing around you. And roll a uh, test of constitution, so you can get the words out and not inhale the smoke in the meantime. So test of constitution again, D6. Trying to roll low. What's your constitution, John? My constitution is ten. Okay, so you made two. I got a two. Hey, you passed. You're able to kind of swat. You kind of come down. You're like swatting the air with your arms, and the smoke kind of clears away from Sigurd a little bit. Uh, as you pass this, and the smoke does not seem to affect you right now at all, which is excellent. And yeah, you, you're able to get the wineskin to uh, uh, to Jimmy's face. Uh, Jimmy, roll a uh, extreme feat of constitution to see if you wake up from this wine. Sorry, this is a, an extreme a feat. Yeah, I'm going to say a feat, because this is a kind of a weird, just a, a, a tough time to wake up from something with smoke generally around you. So extreme is really low percentile. I rolled a 29. Oh, it's so. pretty low, but... My extreme feat of constitution is 4%. 4%. So it does not seem to wake him up. But the smoke is cleared and doesn't seem to be affecting you this round because Fracky cleared it away very well, luckily. So can I make another climb check or...? You're passed out from the sleep now. Oh. <laughs> okay. But luckily Fracky cleared the smoke from you so you don't have to take any uh, asphyxiation damage at the moment. <clears throat> All right, uh... Hawker, anything else? Next round. You've cleared the smoke at the top. It seems to be a little airy at the top, but unfortunately, there's, you kind of see down as you're clearing these stones, and they're still down just in the thick smoke cover, like just inside of it. Yeah, so what are they doing down there? Shouldn't it be cleared out enough for them to... You'd think so, get, but the, the, the problem is they're like right at the top of the... Uh, right at the top of the... Uh, the billowing smoke. And then it gets clearer as now as the top. Like, they're just just inside of it. They're just inside of the thick smoke. And then it gets clearer since you've cleared it, Hawker. Uh, if only you could pull them up another 10 feet or so. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. But, um, you know, this, uh, this spider silk is of an incredibly high quality. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, that, that of it that isn't burned, I kind of gather up, hoping I can, you know, maybe make some kind of a, a very strong garment out of this. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll me a test of dexterity to see if you can harvest uh, some of the spider silk. Uh, just at this point. So test dexterity, D6, rolling low. Ooh, Pass. one. Passed very well. It's perfect. So, yeah, you like, you're like, oh, as you clear some stones, you just, one of the stones you take off, you can just kind of scrape it off, and you kind of clump it up into a little ball. It's a little sticky ball, but you're like, yeah, I could do something with this later. It's kind of like a, we'll say, a, like an eight-inch diameter ball of sticky spider silk you now have. You can write that down in your character sheet. Nice. All right, uh, Fracky. Fracky, what are you doing? So I'm going to look on Sigurd for uh, potions or... Uh, anything that he has that'll help him out. Okay. Uh, you find his drinking horn? Um, other, I don't know, what do you have on your sheet? Other things? Uh, I mean, if he's looking for things like that, definitely the drinking horn that everyone in the party has yes, partaken of before, at yeah. one point. Sure. Um, okay. So I, I grab the drinking horn and, uh, Grab the drinking horn and, uh, uh, you know, put that in his mouth to try and see if I can revive him. Cool. Okay. All right. So as you pop that, um, so so again, that, that does hit points. Yeah. Two, two hit points of damage per person per day. Uh, four now because I'm level two. 
Wow. Nice. So you heal four hit points as you're able to kind of guggle this thing down. Guggle this thing down. Does that wake me up? Good question. Roll. I'm going to give you a, uh, let's do a trauma survival. I think, I think your horn, just the, 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 the spirit of your horn and like the Viking gods and the rune graver aspects. I'll give you another trauma survival check. Yeah, 28 this time. So that hey. is under 75. Cool. Sounds good. So you <gasps> you just you feel that like energy of the healing and like just way better than whiskey. Like your magical drinking horn reviving you. It's your special concoction to bring you back. Excellent job. You cough a little bit. The smoke is slightly cleared and you see Fracky holding your drinking horn, pouring it down your throat. <coughs> Sigurd, we need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Sigurd, let's climb. Let's climb. And I just spilled my beer on my pants. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Real drinking problem. I. That's what I would say. That, that for, for the listeners, <laughs> his pants are soaked. <laughs> he, he says he spilled his beer. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cold. It's, a, it's an autumn ale. Devil's backbone. Oh, nice. Only a minor bit got on my sign. Go ship with the desert dunes. That's okay. Um, okay. Do we need to roll anything to finish our climb out of the, the hole? One more climb check, but now both of you, I'm going to give you a roll advantage because you're both helping each other climb out of the hole. So both of you can roll a climb check with advantage. Which means you take the roll. In this case, it's a d12 rolling low, so you're still trying to roll low, but you'll take the best low result. Two d12s roll low. One of them was a two. Nice. A three and a seven. That is, that is good enough. You guys get out. Coughing, worse for wear. Uh, drinking horn is now used for that day. <laughs> and you make it out of the top, and you see uh, Hawker holding some sticky ball of spider silk uh, standing on top of this uh, pile of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and Hawker, now the smoke is just coming out of all different directions at this pile, and the fire just... And you feel it start to get hot as the fire and the smoke are now just burning all this additional supplemental spider silk that's lined the whole cavern. And this thing is just erupts in a pyre of uh, burning stones and everything just seems to be getting hot as you now are uh, standing on this rock pile. Hawker, Hawker, I gotta tell you, that stuff is very flammable. What were you guys doing down there? <laughs> <laughs> Messing around. Really, cut it, cut it out, guys. <laughs> as, as you walk away from the fire back to the piles of bones, as, as the thing just now blaze the sky. It's like super light around here as this whole thing is a fire. Sigurd, you just think back, if only you hadn't rolled a 17 on your intelligence check. <laughs> <laughs> and the wind, the cool breeze just picks back up as you guys uh, continue to uh, 
Excuse, I assume you well. What are you guys gonna do for the next? I, I think I think we're it's time to make camp. <laughs> I um, I think our adventures for the evening need to come to an end. <laughs> you, you literally are coughing out smoke for the next like fifteen minutes out of your lungs. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> uh. Hawker, I'm going to assume as they kind of head back to uh, the camp, you're going to continue to excavate. Oh, yeah. These, I am, uh, these things. I am working hard and fully engaged with this task. Yep, so with, with the, the light of the stone pyre of flaming spider silk behind you, over the next about, again, maybe another half hour or so before you decide to head back to camp, you find in this pile of bones five skeletons worth of bones. Uh, you find, in addition to the three total aluminum shovels, two aluminum picks, you find a very that, that sort of box tip that was sticking out is a, you know it well to be, is a lead box, about one foot by one foot by four foot. The lock is very old and busted and opens up pretty easily. Inside the lead box are two pairs of, like, metal leaden gloves two sets of aluminum tongs and an additional uh, little 12 by 10 by 1 inch thick aluminum case that also opens up pretty easily and has some uh, again very well preserved pieces of parchment with some writings in not your language. What languages do you speak uh, Hawker? Who's asking? The referee. <laughs> Do you, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. Uh, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. He's giving some private messages. <laughs> All right, so you cannot uh, decipher the language that's on these documents. It's some, a couple pages of text. Additionally, the last very, very interesting thing you find attached to the back of one of the skeletons that was down there. James is sending me more messages via Roll20 privately. Uh, that's fine. That does not apply to this particular situation. Um, so the last thing you find very interesting, attached to one of the skeleton's backs that was, very, that was buried very deep is this sort of like backpack-looking thing that has a vi- like almost the, a very the, large the sword of backpack looking thing this sort of backpack looking thing <laughs> get ready okay get ready <clears throat> this backpack thing that has like a tank with a little stopper in it on the top that has a little cable little hose that little aluminum metal hose that kind of comes off to a little apparatus that seems to have a little trigger on it um, it has a little nozzle with a little a little thing that kind of comes out and sticks up above the edge of the nozzle. A camelback? Uh, do you want to open... Would you like to open <laughs> the uh, container? Oh, so oh, you, this there's is... like a little... Uh, it's a, sorry, this it's is a in the 12 by 10 by 1 aluminum case. No, that, that those were the, the documents were in the 12 by 10 by 1 aluminum case, which inside were inside of the 1 by 1 by 4 lead box. Right, but now, 
Now, what are you asking if I want to open So up this the backpack thing is, a, we'll say it's a hard shell of a backpack. It's like a backpack with a hard shell that has a little, like, stopper thing that's kind of on the top of it. And then coming off the bottom of the backpack shell thing is like a tube that comes out to a device that seems to, like, like it's like a hose that kind of comes off the, to some device at the end. And there seems to be a little trigger mechanism on the end of it. That you could like, there's a little button you could push if you want to on the end of the mechanism. There's also a stopper on the top of this tank that was that was literally be- like a backpack on t- on one of the skeletons that was buried in the ground. Yeah, not so fast. I'm gonna try to like manipulate it and see if it's a trap. Uh, cool. I like that. Roll a d12 since you have a manipulate traps skill. Yeah, fail. I fail. Well, I mean, you feel like there is a button you could press on the end of this nozzle. And there's this stopper you could unscrew on top of this backpack. It seems to be full of some... As you move it around, it seems to be a sloshing with some kind of liquid inside of it. Okay, so I'm going to point the hose away from me and press the button. This gust of flame. This little thing like... Chick, like you hear this, you see this little bit of a spark. And this liquid spews out and shoots flame... Um, it shoots this flaming cone of fire because that flame, I'm trying to, you know, uh, it shoots a flame out about 60 feet long in front of you <laughs> and it ends up at like about 20 feet wide. As you guys are walking back to camp, Sigurd and Fracking, you see this light <laughs> behind you as you turn around and this, <laughs> this flamethrower backpack shoots all this fire out in front of you. And you just hear me cackling. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. That might be a good place to stop for the night if you guys are good for that. Before (laughs) we uh, go to bed, um, Sigurd would ask Frocky, Frocky, you wouldn't happen to have any more of those good berries, would you? We need to find a bush with... with, uh, that fruits, uh, which I, I don't feel very good about uh, in the desert here. I thought you got a bunch of berries from the bushes near the, the fane. You didn't turn all of them into good berries. Uh, no, but to the berries, they don't they don't last that long. It's been four, four or five days. I ate those berries. <laughs> <laughs> so you I got hungry. <laughs> so, but uh, we get more berries. I can cast the spell and uh, we'll be good. But I don't have them right now. I'm sorry. Do we have any berries amongst our um, rations, or you know anything in the the donkeys? Um, Let's see. There are four capable blueberries. About that, you could potentially cast a spell on. And then I cast. Okay, just good good berry for the day. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I I offer them all to Sigurd. I don't. Okay. Right, Sigurd's the one that's hurt. I'm not. Sounds good. I didn't take damage. Well, so you I, okay. um, uh, Actually, I eat one and use it as my meal for the day. Ah, so that'll, that'll save some food from the, right. uh, uh, the donkey. Since we're cool. short. Right. Okay. Sounds good. That's cool. <laughs> good. Sounds good. All right. So you, get three, uh, you could get three hit points back. I think we should um, save at least some of these. Uh, I was just thinking... In that near-death experience, this would, <laughs> good berries could have also been another way to revive me. But um, yeah, okay. 
Great. <laughs> I'm glad we have these now. I'm so tired. <laughs> <coughs> still, cop, you, you just, your, your throat is so jacked up. <laughs> it's so bad. And for the rest of uh, the, the next couple like days, you know, I have to come up with a totally different voice for know, Sigurd that's like, raspier. I just <laughs> <laughs> right, get back to camp. Vol's like, I didn't know you, you were going to go all Burning Man on me <laughs> down over there. I've heard of such festivals in such areas during Apollonia. It was, uh, it was not. It was, it was awesome. There were, there were ladies. Uh, <laughs> we had a good time. It was a party. You missed it. <laughs> I, um, oh, did you find anything useful by the rocks? Looks like just a bunch of rocks. We found <coughs> a giant spider oh. and also fun fact for the more learned people amongst us spiderweb oh flammable <laughs> well, uh, he just kind of looks at you like confused like he thought you were trying to tell a joke and Vol's like it's one of the, mo- the most flammable materials there is of course Why w- you, did, you didn't light it on fire did you why do you think there's so much smoke <laughs> He's just kind of like in the air right now. He just, he just kind of pauses brow. He's like, um, I think it's half a bit. Who's got the first watch? Anything on that note? We'll, uh, Nose goes. <laughs> <laughs> so have we have we distributed the shovels and picks and junk? I mean, I think you kind of brought them back. You, you just bring it like all back. Yeah, yeah you, right. that's like helpful. You can put them on the uh, uh, the pack donkey. animals. Yeah, yeah, I think that they have a little extra room for a couple extra shovels. You guys could, if you guys actually want to carry a pick. Actually, Hawker, do you want to keep one? Oh. One hundred percent. But I also, I, I also gave out uh, a, a, a shovel and a and a pick to to my colleagues. Sounds good. Okay. So yeah. So there's two. There's two picks. So you have a pick and a sh- you're going to keep a pick and a shovel. Hawker. Right. Okay. And then you're, are you giving Vol the uh, the the chest and the and the documents and stuff or the, and the flamethrower? Why on earth would I do that? Just, just checking. Just thought I'd clarify for the for the listeners. <laughs> no, but but I I would observe that the lead nature of these objects that I've discovered suggests some kind of radioactivity that these people were trying to protect themselves from. Ah, that's a fairly astute observation. Do you relieve that in, or uh, re- uh, relay that information to the rest of the group? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I I know my minerals and elements. Yep. Little backstory. Do okay. you? Yeah. Do you let us know about the documents? Yeah. Okay. I got, I got these documents. <laughs> what <laughs> That's do, a long what, pause. What do they say? <laughs> what? Do, uh, so, I, I, are they in a language that I can understand? They are not in one that uh, hawker that you can understand. Oh, so uh, yeah, I, I I would I would I would hasten to show them to Vol. Oh, okay. And not us. <laughs> Why would I show them to you? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I know languages you don't. But <laughs> what, what languages asked. do you know? Do can, can, can you read this? Uh. Fracky, what languages do you know? <laughs> I know Hyperborean and Common and Old Norse. Hyperborean, Common, and Old Norse. So none of those seem to be 
what's on this uh, document as well. Very pretty. Nah, I, know. I know you didn't know what you were talking about. Where's Vol? <laughs> so I'm seeing if Vol might know these uh, same things. Um, hmm. um, Vol, so you hand him to Vol. He, ta he takes them. He's going to make a quick roll here. Um, Vol, Vol just kind of looks it up and down and is like, oh, yes, it's our uh, Atlantean language. Atlantean. Sorry, no, Helene. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't exactly know what it means. Um, I haven't... Uh, I have a book back at the ship. Um... I'm afraid I cannot translate this immediately, but I know it is Atlantean. Very good. Well, I'll hold on to them until we get back to the ship then. Uh, sure. Sounds good. He, hands, he just hands it back. He just doesn't really care. What else did you find, Hawker? Hawker, what is that backpack? <laughs> Didn't you see? <laughs> that was you? <laughs> <coughs> That was me! And you, like, press the train. <laughs> <laughs> up, into, up into the air. Do you actually do that? Yeah! Okay. <laughs> he shoots a 60-foot cone of flame up in the air. Vol's like, oh my god, what are you doing? Hogger, Hogger, he's attracted beasts. Put that away. <laughs> the, the, uh, ac actually, the uh, donkeys... Oh, wow. Actually, the donkeys don't seem to notice at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. thought they were going to be freaked out, but okay. They just they appear to be sleeping. I <laughs> didn't see the massive go to fire. Um, okay, so, uh, Hawker, the, uh, the backpack feels a little lighter now that you've done this. Just so you know. Uh, yeah. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did you guys set up camp? Uh, the wind just kind of blows. And the fire eventually, you know, if you guys kind of wake up in the middle of the night, the, the fire from the pyre eventually goes down. And the, the, it's almost like it could, because the rocks are obviously you know, non-combustible. Sorry, architecture. The, uh, the, uh, this, the silk kind of burns off. The smoke fades. And, and the smoke kind of, you see the smoke kind of blowing around in the air in the desert wind. Kind of over the rock pile, a little mushroom cloud kind of disperses and eventually fades away into the night. And Celine is just half full, shining upon you as you guys uh, go off to rest in the Diamond Desert, day one. All right. And I think we're going to end that one right there. I think, man, that was the maybe the closest anybody's come to dying, really? Sigurd? Lighting, lighting an entire thing of spiderwebs on fire while in a 100-foot deep tunnel? Maybe not the best idea, but, you know. Sigurd's got some memory problems, so that's how it goes. But hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Um, just as a heads up, I will, if you missed it in the last episode, I will be doing uh, some another online game at the Virtual Cobalt Con, which is May 1st. It's about two weeks from now. And trying to do another one for the Con of Champions, which is the weekend of May 23rd. It's all 2020. Uh, which is actually, that last one's a fundraiser to support the Tabletop Events website, which does a lot of the RPG 
uh, registrations for games around the country. It's a great organization. I think definitely anything I can do to support them, support Hyperborea, should be a good time. So if you want to definitely check those out, I'm going to be posting some events uh, pretty soon. So check out the websites for those things and definitely register. Uh, but yeah, until then, till next time, if you want to check us out on social media, please definitely follow uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ZGS Podcast. All right, I hope you guys have a good night. Talk to you soon. Dun 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 dun